Hello everyone, I'm your co-host Bidemir Logunde. Welcome to episode 9 of the Through Ball Podcast, where myself and my brother Akiola Logunde present global news, updates, rumors and in-depth analysis of the game of football, also popularly known as soccer. Today on the show we'll be presenting a tactical analysis of a new look Chelsea team following the arrival of Romelu Lukaku and new transfer rumors regarding Kylian Mbappe as well as a summary of league match results from all over Europe. Thank you for your time. Let's get to it. After signing Romelu Lukaku from Inter Milan earlier this summer, it is hard to argue that Chelsea doesn't have one of the best squads in the Premier League right now. The starting eleven was packed with quality, just as the bench was also brimming with talent. And Kepa is probably the most expensive backup goalkeeper in history at the moment. And Ben Chilwell is also among the best left backs in the Premier League, even though he is still a second option to Marcos Alonso this season. Hakim Ziyech, um, Callum Hudson-Odoi and Timo Werner could easily be a starting front three for a top six club in England, but they were all on the bench in the Arsenal match last weekend. Furthermore, Experienced players N'Golo Kante and Thiago Silva were also on the bench versus Arsenal, as well as upcoming young star Trevor Chaloba, who scored on his Premier League debut during the first week of the season. Lukaku seems to be Chelsea's final piece of the puzzle, as the club's main issue was the lack of a true goalscorer last season. Timo Werner was out of form, and Tammy Abraham, who is now at Jose Mourinho's AS Roma, was out of favour under new manager Thomas Tuchel. As a result, Jorginho was Chelsea's top scorer in the Premier League last season with just seven goals. Lukaku, however, seems to be the solution to Chelsea's scoring problems. Thomas Tuchel is prepared to shake up Chelsea's tactics in order to unleash Lukaku in a new formation this season. The Chelsea manager typically uses a 3-4-2-1 formation, which limits the number of attackers he can deploy but he says he is willing to try out a two-man strike force following Lukaku's arrival. Lukaku had outstanding success at Inter Milan while partnering Lotaro Martinez up front, with both of them scoring 78 goals in their two seasons together. Lukaku was named um, the, the Serie A's most valuable player after helping Inter Milan to the Serie A title last season with 24 goals in 36 matches. In the match against Arsenal last weekend, Lukaku proved to indeed be the final piece of the puzzle with his opening goal that was a textbook finish from a true number 9. His build-up play and ability to hold up the ball was also very impressive against Arsenal, traits that Chelsea strikers lacked last season and which brought back memories of Didier Drogba's pattern of play. Chelsea's goal of the second goal of the match also involved Rhys James as Lukaku drew Arsenal centre-backs in which allowed Mason Mount to pick up the ball and play in an unmarked James who made no mistake with his finish past Bernd Leno. James played in his more natural overlapping right wing back position against Arsenal, having been used as a right-sided centre-back in a back five formation towards the end of last season. The match against Arsenal showed just how much more effective he is when used as a wing back. And talking about Rhys James, having far too much space down Arsenal's left wing, Kieran Tierney, who was supposed to check James's runs, repeatedly found himself tracking inwards 
to help out Pablo Mari, who was having problems keeping up with an informed Lukaku due to injury and COVID issues concerning Rob Holding, new signing Ben White, and Gabriel Magalhaes. Mari has now started in both of Arsenal's two Premier League games this season. He also performed poorly against Brentford last week, and Arsenal fans are eager to see White and Magalhaes back in the starting eleven as soon as possible. So after the break, we're going to talk about um, Manchester United's interest in battling for um, Kylian Mbappe um, with Real Madrid, as well as league results from across Europe. Stay with us. Moving on to our second news article of the day, Manchester United are ready to battle Real Madrid for Kylian Mbappe. Credible sources have told ESPN that Kylian Mbappe is on the list of Manchester United's list of potential targets as they plot a move for a big-name centre-forward next summer. United are open to the possibility of adding another player to Ole Gunnar Solskjaer's squad this transfer window. However, the clubs are prioritizing an interest in the central midfield and the right-back position ahead of the August 31 deadline. United are also looking to building for the future, and they plan to sign a centre-forward in the 2022 summer transfer window, with Solskjaer and the recruitment team drawing up a list of options. Edison Cavani is expected to leave Old Trafford at the end of this season, possibly returning to South America with Boca Juniors, and Solskjaer is keen on bringing in an established world-class striker to fill the gap. Mbappe is one of the options on the table, along with Borussia Dortmund Erling Haaland, whose £64 million release clause will kick in on September 1. Tottenham striker Harry Kane and Inter Milan striker Lotaro Martinez. Mbappe has entered the final year of his contract at Paris Saint-Germain, and United are maintaining a watching brief on this situation. Real Madrid officials openly discussed the possibility of signing the 22-year-old, who has been linked with Liverpool in the past, and this summer during the negotiations for the transfer of Rafael Varane from Real Madrid to Manchester United. An ESPN saw said that Madrid required the funds generated from Varane's departure for their Project Mbappe initiative. United are, however, aware of Madrid's long-standing interest in Mbappe and appreciate that the move to the Premier League is less likely of the two options if it came down to a choice between Spain and England. A source as PSG added that Mbappe sees Real Madrid as his preferred option. Another of the targets Manchester United have also drawn off for the pot to potentially fill the centre-forward position would be Harry Kane of Tottenham Hotspur. Man City are, however, keen on signing Harry Kane from Tottenham before the summer transfer deadline. Before the summer transfer deadline, but there is hope at United that they both that the England captain and Mbappe will be available next year, and that has proven to be the case in the case of Kane with Harry Kane coming out to say he will be staying at Spurs this season. 
Harry Kane is currently valued at £150 million by Tottenham this season, which is expected to reduce come next summer, because he still has three years left on his contract, which has led to an impasse between Spurs and City, which City could not overcome. Aland also looks set to stay at Dortmund for another season, despite interest from Chelsea, who have moved on and signed Inter Milan striker Romelu Lukaku earlier this summer. Moving on to some notable results among the European leagues. Chelsea dominated 2-0 at, at Arsenal Stadium, the Emirates. Arsenal remain winless and goalless after two matches in the new season. Chelsea were able to maintain their 100% win record and also their 100% clean sheet record. Rhys James assisted the first goal and scored the second goal. Manchester United were held to a 1-1 draw at Southampton. Spurs won 1-0 at Wolves. This has proven, shown, proven to be their second 1-0 win so far this season, after last week's 1-0 win against Manchester City. Bayern Munich defeated Cologne 3-2 at home, with all goals coming in the second half. Juventus were led to a 2-2 draw at Udinese. Cristiano Ronaldo came on for Avaro Morata in the 60th minute. Juventus surrendered a 2-0 lead in the second half, with a late equalizer from substitute Gerard de Olefeu in the 83rd minute. Man City trashed Norwich 5-0 at home. Liverpool defeated Burnley 2-0 at home. Barcelona were held to a 1-1 draw at, Atlet at Athletic Bilbao, with Eric Gazier, the Barcelona centre-back, receiving a second yellow card in the 93rd minute. PSG won 4-2 at Brest, with Real Madrid also held to a 3-3 draw at Levante in the World Match that saw five yellow cards, one red cards, and five goals scored in the second half, with 10 total substitutions. Thank you so much for joining us another, on another episode of the True Ball Podcast, the episode 9 of the series. Production editing and fact-checking were done by Akinla and Bidemi Ologunde. Audio engineering and graphic design were done by Bidemi Ologunde. Please join us again on the next episode as we continue with a deep dive on football news, updates, rumors, analysis, and some top score lines from the Euro from the five European leagues. Please make sure to subscribe to the True Board Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, or wherever you get your podcast from. Please share the show with anyone you think might benefit from it. And for questions, comments, or any suggestions, please send an email to TrueBoard10 at gmail.com and please don't forget to leave a review for the podcast if your podcast platform allows you to do so thank you so much for your time see you on the next episode and have a very wonderful weekend thank you <music>